Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Grab your Bibles and go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. We're starting in verse 1. Now regarding the questions you asked in your letter. Yes, it is good to abstain from sexual relations. But because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations, unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time, so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command. But I wish everyone were single just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God, of one kind or another. So I say to those who aren't married and to the widows, it's better to stay unmarried, just as I am. But if they can't control themselves, they should go ahead and marry. It's better to marry than to burn with lust. But for those who are married, I have a command that comes not from me, but from the Lord. A wife must not leave her husband. And if she does leave him, let her remain single, or else be reconciled to him, and the husband must not leave his wife. As we start chapter 7, it's interesting to see some signs of correspondence between Paul and the Corinthians that preceded the letter that he is writing to them. They have clearly written to Paul asking him questions, and I don't know if you caught it or not when we were in First uh, Corinthians chapter 5, but Paul admits that he has written to them before, having heard about the different sins that were going on. Who uh, knows why we don't have this letter? You know, why wouldn't people preserve the other letters that Paul wrote? Uh, again, you know, who knows? There, there's really no good answer to that. You would think that certainly somebody would have had some kind of foresight to be able to say, you know, we should probably start, start saving these. And we don't, <laughs> nobody apparently had that thought. And the letters we have are the letters we have. You know, the other thought that kind of gets brought up when you hear stuff like this is that uh, would we ever add those letters to the Bible if they were ever found? And I would say pretty resoundingly, no, we wouldn't. Uh, what we have right now is enough. And that reminds us at the end of what John wrote in his gospel, what we have is enough to bring us to saving faith in Jesus. So the Bible that we have right now is the Bible that we will have tomorrow and until Jesus returns. There's nothing really that, that you can add to what scripture already says very plainly. On to the topic that we're looking at today as Paul starts to address Christian marriage. And first we're going to look at marriage and then we're going to look at the singleness that he is talking about in these verses as he writes to the church. What he is saying here is that being single is good and so is being married. You'll remember as well that as we looked at who the Corinthians were and what was going on in the city around them, that near the city of Corinth is a temple to the Greek goddess Aphrodite. Now, for those of you who don't know, Aphrodite is the goddess of love, which would have meant that in order to worship her, there would have been all sorts of sexual acts going on. And nothing that was too surprising, apart from what Paul had said was taking place within the church of uh, a man having relations with his stepmother. Now, all of that being said, that in the middle of an immoral city, Christians, as they abided by the instructions that God laid out for Christian marriage and the biblical understanding of marriage here, this would have stood out in the middle of an immoral city. 
when you live in faithfulness, you stand out from those who are just doing whatever they want. Husbands and wives here are very clearly instructed and encouraged to take care of each other, not one first, then the other. They are encouraged to do both simultaneously. This is your role. This is your responsibility. This is your uh, act of being able to serve one another is to take care of each other's physical needs. Marital unity is celebrated and honored through sex. And we want to make sure that we're very clear on that. It, again, pointing out that sex is to be enjoyed in the confines of marriage between a man and a woman. It also serves here as a physical anchor in order to avoid sin. And Paul points out that the Corinthians, he acknowledges that they have a lack of self-control, really pointing out the fact of kind of what we've been hinting at all through this letter is that they lack the self-control to be able to abstain from falling into these other immoral acts that are in the city around them. Marriage is a way for them to anchor and to curb that sort of act, uh, to keep from falling into that kind of sin. Paul then talks about singleness here. If for those who are unmarried, for those who have never gotten married, for those who are widowed, that it is better to stay single. But uh, what here Paul is saying, we've got to be really clear here, Paul is not saying that marriage is for those who are spiritually weak. He is also not saying that if you are single, that that means that you are spiritually stronger than anybody else. He is not giving them an opportunity to be able to say one is better than the other. What he is saying here is that God has made provisions for both within the church, and we ought to be able to worship him given whatever our circumstances are and to not look down on each other regardless of our relational status. Right? So as we look at what Paul is talking about with marital faithfulness and, and the design that God has put in place for sex and fulfillment within that relationship, how does biblical relationships stand out in the world today? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.